Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we just saw Mission Impossible Fallout. And on the count of three, we will give our one to 10 rating as soon as Jill's finished yawning. Mm. One, two, three, 7.5. So that was uh, the sixth Mission Impossible. And I had a... Um, wait, 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 wait. Before we say anything else, yeah. Congratulations, Beth and Mark. You just had a baby. <laughs> yeah, and our uh, as soon as we, as soon as the credits started rolling, and we looked at our phones, we saw that our good friends had their baby while we were at the movie, or probably earlier. <laughs> but that was really exciting. Hopefully, we're not overstepping by announcing this to our mm-hmm. listeners a week after, or maybe more. Maybe like two weeks. Two weeks yeah. after. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Six uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Um, I gave it a six because I always am amazed that they're able to come up with more things to have action and chase scenes and not make me so bored out of my mind. Mm-hmm. But it didn't inspire me at all. Mm-hmm. It was, like, I don't know. It was it was just like, well, that was a romp. That's what yeah. I felt like. Yeah, I would initially place this uh, second after... Um, Ghost Protocol, the fourth one. I wish I could remember <laughs> anything about any of the other ones specifically. <laughs> They're all just jumbled together. Uh, I think that Paris should have a new tour of their city where you get to zoom around in cars backwards through other traffic <laughs> going the wrong way. And sorry. Um, and go. I think they in the in the movie they like brought us by every single landmark. Right. I thought that was so funny. They didn't do that for London. Although <laughs> they, they showed a lot of it from up high. Sure, but they did that with Paris too. Paris, they like did a car chase that went from like Lark the Eiffel Triumph. Tower to the Arc de Triomphe to Montmartre. I don't know, maybe not to Notre Dame. I feel like it went everywhere. Uh huh. Weren't they at Versailles? Oh, I, I wasn't paying attention to the landmarks. Is Versailles even in Paris? Yes. Anyway, I thought it was funny. My favorite part was uh, the running scene where he's up high and uh, Simon Pegg's character thinks he's down on the street. Did you know Tom Cruise does all his own running? <laughs> And I think the reason I liked it was because it was sort of a tribute to all of his past running scenes, which are usually very short bursts. This one was just like a extremely long running scene, just like, hey, haters that don't think that Tom Cruise running is very cool or or sexy, here's a whole seven minutes of it. Right. All together. And so many cuts that were so long that yeah. he, you know that yeah. the actor was literally running yeah. for a very, very long time, going very fast. And, uh, you know, just during that 
like during that sequence there's a lot of kind of I feel like kind of winks to the audience like when uh, he's up high in that office building and he's trying to figure out how he's going to get across the street which he's been told to do and uh, everyone in the office building is looking at him like yeah how are you going to do that and then he grabs a chair and throws it I feel like that the office crowd there is like the audience being like yeah how are you gonna get out of this one oh yeah that's I don't know. good yeah. so it just that scene kind of felt like um, a fun self-aware it doesn't take itself too seriously so I think uh, after that scene I started to lose interest a bit um, the mounting peril just started to become fatiguing definitely there's sort of like there's this, never a down moment yeah in this entire moment and this entire movie all the down moments are actually just part of a scheme that they have. It's like pretend down moments right. that are all concocted, which all of the mission movies are like that. But I rolled my... Do you want to hear when I rolled my eyes? Yes. At the, I rolled my eyes at the fact that he's like, I'm such a great guy. I get two beautiful women who aren't even jealous of each other that I get really eye-rolly about. Uh-huh. It was like, come on! I feel like they they dwelled on it so dwelt on it so much, and then he's like lying in bed after being a hero, and first his wife, who's not <laughs> his wife, but still is, uh-huh. and clearly she like loves him way more than her really nice humanitarian husband, uh-huh. and they're having their moment, and he's you know, and they're both clearly like showing like we're still soulmates if only fate would allow us to be together right then his other like agent lady comes in but she's just like has she's just brimming over with sympathy for this situation and has like you know only like kindness and compassion in her heart for their really difficult romance Uh uh-huh and doesn't mind one bit that she is now going to sit on the side of his bed and also have this really sweet, tender moment with him stroking her face. Oh, but first they, like, stand next to each other and look sultry at him and then whisper in each other's ear. (laughs) I miss that. Oh, like, that's... It was just a little Uh, much for me. People not acting like people. No! I just... Him... I just feel like he's getting all these, like, gorgeous women and they don't even mind that he's, like... No, I'm a really good guy. I'm not like James Bond because I'm not just sleeping around and Uh getting all these women. No, I only have two women. (laughs) And these two women that I have really like each other. Uh I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I feel like these movies don't try very hard to uh, channel any kind of human emotion. No. So that's why I like when they do things like that running scene, which yeah, yeah, felt like a or like his motorcycle didn't work. Although they didn't really uh, do much with that, besides just say like, "Yep, sometimes does things well, don't go." Well, but isn't that kind of fun though to be like, "Oh, sometimes things don't go right." But it, I, I would have preferred that to c- come along with a little bit of a wink or something. Oh, I don't know. I like. I mean, I think that's something that they do well is show that he like is a good improviser. Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, so the fact that he lost 30 seconds of a head start right, like right. the other guy, he he just um, pivots. Yeah. It seemed like uh, this movie was trying to reference, like, every <laughs> Mission Impossible movie that came before it. Like, uh, the woman, the, the white widow. Yeah. That, in her speech, she mentioned Max, 
which is a character in the very first Mission Impossible. Okay. Which I only know because uh, I watched a recap, or I started watching. recap. I know, David, you're sounding like a big fan of Mission Impossible, <laughs> which is news to me. It's news to you? It's news to me. I know it's news to you. Um, yeah, the, the recap reminded me that there's this woman named Max in the first one. Okay. It's sort of a bad guy. And the White Widow mentions her, like, in a way that, you know, it, it seems a little bit strange to not kind of show a picture <laughs> to kind of remind audiences oh, okay. who she is. So I guess it's sort of an Easter egg, but I imagine there's other stuff. Like, I, I have very little memory of the second one. I imagine there's a bunch of references. Uh, I guess the rock climbing, or like cliff climbing scene, references the beginning of the second mission of Buffalo. Oh, okay. I really enjoy um, the fight choreography. I enjoy a good choreography, and yeah. I think a lot of it got a little boring to me, but the one that was interesting was the bathroom one. Yeah, I love that, that one. That was fun to watch. However, my big beefs with fight scenes, you know, they were getting like thrown through walls and mirrors and hitting each other with bathroom plumbing and I don't think they had many marks on them at all whatsoever. You need to subscribe to the movie physics Jill that are established towards the beginning of the movie and say okay here are the rules going forward. (laughs) But sometimes they did take care to like give him a good bruise on his face and then he kept it for the rest of the scene ah. so to me it's like do a creative like I don't mind that the bad guy like pulled a piece of pipe out of a wall very easily I will let go of that because they did fun things with that as a weapon uh-huh. but I'm more interested in seeing them not actually get hit and the choreography that comes from that and then you don't have to to worry about them either bleeding or looking like they actually are bruised up or sweaty because I think that happens that people choreograph fights that way and it's so satisfying when it does work I think that that's in a different type of movie that's in like a more gritty realistic action movie like a, a born movie in a Mission Impossible or like James Bond movie that still doesn't doesn't bother me at all too many straight punches to the face one it's not interesting that's not interesting for me to see that happen over and over and over I thought you were saying you liked the choreography oh right I did (laughs) but I'm still complaining about it because of that fact oh guys I don't have a lot of fans on this one do I (laughs) the bad guy was really great the uh, Henry Cavill, the I, I forgot that he played Superman in the the new Superman movies. Oh. The the guy who was actually Lark. Oh no no the bad guy that they kill. Oh the one the one with the voice that sounds like this. Uh, no the one in the bathroom that they kill. Oh the Asian guy. Yeah. I I would not call him the bad guy in this movie. I meant in the fights in that specific fight scene that we're gotcha. talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I like that he was overpowering the two of them. Yeah, he was awesome. On his own, instead of Ethan Hunt always, like, single-handedly taking on. Right. Like, Yeah. he had skills. Right. I thought it was funny that, like, when they're scoping him out, they're on either side of him, kind of, like, 
very obviously in a checking white him out. bathroom in black suits, yeah. and, and he doesn't notice. Well, yeah, as if as if that wasn't <laughs> suspicious at all. Um, I, just, I just found that very funny. Like, yes, that, that was funny. That's their like subtle spy move. I enjoyed the first when they first duped the guy in the hospital bed. The whole oh, fake yeah. CNN. Right, that was fun. That's really fun. And have Wolf Blitzer come and do a cameo. Okay, so did Tom Cruise do all of his own stunts in this one? I believe so. Um, I, I read about several <gasps> injuries. Like, you know when uh, he jumps that big gap between the buildings and... Uh, and then catches the edge? Yeah, and then... Yeah, I was like, up. that couldn't have been him. It was him, and he broke his foot when he did that, like, on that actual shot. And in the reverse shot, he um, jumps up, and you, know how, you see how he's, like, hobbling? Oh, yeah. That's just because he had broken his foot. <laughs> So I'm, I'm is guessing that a, is that real? I mean, they—that's the. According I believe to the, that he broke his foot, but they kept the footage of him hobbling it, around a, on a broken foot. In a behind-the-scenes feature that I saw, he, it says that I couldn't believe he finished the take wow. even with a broken foot, and they showed that shot. He's just trying to be Jackie Chan. Which I—I I feel like they kept that shot less because they're like, oh, we can't afford to go back and shoot that one. Shot more, more because they they're like, hey, like <laughs> we're gonna talk about this you in the lead up, right. and so the audience is going to want to see this shot that Tom Cruise broke his foot. <laughs> what about the motorcycle stuff? He's not doing that. Um, yes, he is riding the motorcycle. He's also piloting the that, whole time the helicopter. I don't know about it the whole time, but I also, I know he's also piloting. Because come on, helicopter. there are times when they he literally. I just don't buy it. I don't buy that he's that good at riding a motorcycle without a helmet. And would risk all that injury. The production had to stop for several months while he recovered from his broken foot. So I think that's part of the uh, insurance. Is that he has a ridiculous uh, policy <laughs> for that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm so skeptical. When his bike hits the car and he goes rolling over the hood. That seemed like a green screen thing. I think that that was, like, composited. But I think it was oh, him. Oh, I forget, too, though, also how you can get away with that stuff. Like, I bet yeah. some motorcycle scenes, is he just with, like, a green screen in the back and he's just getting yeah. wind blown at the, him? The lighting seems a little bit suspicious of that. All right. So. All right. Movie magic. My first favorite is number four. Then number one. Then... Number six, then number five, number three, then two. So two is your least favorite. Yeah. Limp Bizkit doesn't help. That's how the... <laughs> I think Limp Bizkit, like, uh, did their own version of the theme. <laughs> oh. And uh, so that was a very dated... Yeah, I liked sure. what they did with the theme for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the score was really good in general. It was. I especially liked that scene where they dropped the uh, all the sound effects. I think it's during the boat scene, maybe. So it's just the music. Oh and, and yeah, no, it was when he more. was picturing what would happen oh, right. if he had to kill all the policemen. Right. So it was kind of a like you weren't sure if you were actually watching him do this horrible thing or if. But I think or that what. I think that they did another time too. Oh, that's the only time I remember it, but it was okay. so effective. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say they did it twice, and it really highlighted the score, which 
I'd, yeah, I'd say it's my favorite score of a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, I don't really remember the, enjoying the score of any of the others. Right, yeah, I guess that's mainly how I mean to say <laughs> that. So I'd also say that um, as far as like action scenes that the movie is designed around, the uh, skyscraper climbing scene in the fourth one, Ghost Protocol, that's my favorite Mission Impossible action scene by the far. The big suction cups? Yeah. And as far as like a spy, a cool spy scene, I think is also from that movie where they have the screen within the Kremlin. Oh, that is cool. And they're like inching up trying to like convince the security guards that they're seeing. Yep, that was very Reality, cool. but it's actually a screen. I thought that was so fun. So yeah, both in terms of like uh, exciting action and clever spy stuff, number four takes the cake. I'm trying to think of in terms of humor. It's hard to remember the humor in Mission Impossible movies. I think they've given Simon Pegg far more funny lines in the past. Yeah. I remember him making me laugh a lot in other ones. I laughed in this one, but um, there I would have enjoyed more. There was one moment that I laughed out loud, and I don't think anybody else did. And I can't <laughs> remember what it was now. Oh, maybe it was when both helicopters were stuck in the like rock tube. Oh, yeah, you did love it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really enjoyed, but it was funny. Uh-huh. Like just one of those like completely infeasible situations to get two helicopters into. Not uh-huh. just one, two helicopters. Right. I kind of didn't follow why the CIA lady initially sent him. I get it was to like keep an eye on Hunt, but did she really trust him? And then he turns so quickly, and she reads into it so fast. I don't know. That all seemed weird to me. Yeah. And her really dramatic line of, like, yeah, your whole team should have died. That's the job. It was. <laughs> I found that really annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I found the uh, talking scenes that were establishing plot exposition a little bit uncreative. I kind of tuned out during most of those scenes. All right, we got to go get ice cream. Do you want to re-evaluate? Yeah, I'll, I'll go down to seven. I I think uh, it would have been nice to see a little bit more humanity in this movie or more humor, kind of one or the other. <laughs> yeah. You know, my, I don't need a lot of depth from my action blockbusters, but I want you to kind of pick a side. You know, are, are you going to try to be an action movie with some of a bit of a soul, or are you just going to go kind of like full Thor Ragnarok and just make me laugh the whole time, you know? Yeah. So yeah, seven. Seven out of ten for me. Still six for me. I enjoyed it. But I've enjoyed a lot of other spy movies better. All right. Well, we're we're going to go get ice cream. cream. Hopefully. We'll see if they're open. Bye-bye. Bye.